Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name is David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. Welcome back. It's going to be a super fun show today, Londa. And it's not just because you're dressed like the characters in the movie Benny and June. (laughs) (laughs) You look really cute today with your untucked button-up shirt, your sweater vest. It's not a sweater vest, but it's a vest with, you know, sweatery kind of material. The buttons in the front. Mm. It's okay. Yeah. It's a tweed vest. A tweed vest. Thank you. And flare bottom pants. I mean, very pretty today. Jeans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Well, thank you. If you had one of those little hats like they wore in that movie, you'd look exactly like them. Okay. But that was, I think, Mary Stewart Masterson and Johnny Depp. I think they were Benny and June. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it, but I I don't really know for sure. It's been a long time. I'm trying to stay warm and it's not working. Yeah, it's cold where we are in Washington State, and there's an Arctic chill crossing the entire United States right now. So wherever you're listening, you may be experiencing something similar. It is cold. Very, very That's what I know for sure. Yeah. It's a little warmer in Georgia, and that's good news, as memorial services will continue throughout the week for former First Lady Rosalind Carter, who passed away last week at the age of 96 in Americus, Georgia. Her husband, former President Jimmy Carter, is currently in hospice care himself, but does plan to attend his late wife's funeral service Tuesday in Atlanta. Other attendees will include President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris and Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff, former President Bill Clinton and former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton and former First Ladies Laura Bush, Michelle Obama and Melania Trump. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and his wife Marty are also expected to attend. It's Dr. Jill Biden. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way I want to go, right? Yeah. I mean, you're both in hospice together. Yeah. Toe to toe. They put their beds toe to toe so that they could look at one another. And I got to tell you, whether you like Jimmy Carter as a president or not, he was a one-termer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he has done some really cool things since leaving office, like founding Habitat for Humanity. Yep. And I'm, I know we're going to circle back and talk a little bit more about about them yeah. uh, at the end of your news. Really, really good, um, interesting life for both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 48-year-old Burlington, Vermont man pleads not guilty to attempted murder charges after police say he gunned down three Palestinian college students over the holiday weekend. Jason James Eaton is being held without bail in the shootings of Hisham Awatni, Kenan <laughs> Ablamamid, I, I don't I don't know the right way to say this. Uh, Abdalamid, I think is what it is. You're doing your best. Abdalamid and Tashin Ali Ahmed outside of a residence near the University of Vermont on Saturday. That's horrible. All three of those students presently are alive and in the hospital recovering. Black Friday e-commerce spending popped 7.5% from a year ago, reaching a record $9.8 billion in the United States. That's according to Adobe Analytics and one of their reports. A further indication that price-conscious consumers want to spend on the best deals and are hunting for those deals online. Black Friday spending spike reflects a consumer who's more willing to spend than in 2022. There were high inflation rates at that time, mm-hmm. um, and gas prices were astronomical at that time as well. Gas prices have dropped dramatically 
this year, and people say that $5.3 billion in those online sales came from mobile shopping. So they're expecting impulse purchases to be the biggest gain in that. Hmm. Mobile shopping. We did some mobile shopping over the holiday weekend. We bought a bed. Mm-hmm. It was a week before. It just hasn't gotten here yet. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Amazon delivery. I talked to a couple of people who were saying, you know, their package has been out for delivery for three days. Right. You know, and uh, we had that experience as well. I think Amazon was doing so well in delivering until they got the United States Postal Service involved. That's exactly right. When they were mm-hmm. buying distribution centers all around the place and buying fleets of electric mm-hmm. trucks, they were killing it. Now that the Postal Service is doing it, the Postal Service is already beleaguered. It's down dramatically in employees. Mm -hmm. You've got disgruntled mail carriers having to work extra overtime shifts every single day. No wonder there's a slowdown in in those deliveries. If you think your favorite football team is having a rough year, try being a fan of the Carolina Panthers. The team has fired their head coach, Frank Reich, after only 11 games. He starts the year with the worst ever team franchise record of 1-10 and 10 after 11 games. 1-1, lost 10, including the one on Sunday. Uh, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor takes over as interim head coach. And that, Londa, is what's happening. All righty then. I guess they figure it can't get much worse. Let's put another guy in there. Well, on the bright side, they did want, win one game. Man, that's, yeah, that's tough. Bad. That, that is bad. The coach was brought in to improve their offensive line, which last year was the last in the nation, and their record's even worse. Oh, yeah. You, you, you've got to perform, I guess. Yeah. Whatever you're hired to do. Uh, but yeah. Speaking of sports drama. Yeah. Uh, Angel Reese, uh, there's some drama around Angel Reese and the LSU, LSU Lady Basketball Women's Basketball uh, team. You know, she went to LSU last year. It was her first year there. Okay, they won the national championship under right. under the uh, coaching of Kim Mulkey. Sure, and uh, uh, Angel got benched during a game then wasn't at a game and that hasn't been getting play time and and lots of rumors as to what's going on Kim Mulkey's been pretty tight-lipped about it though in her interviews she's saying you know Angel is part of this team uh and we hope to see her back sooner rather than later and that's really all the information she's giving the speculation though is that uh it has to do with her grades. That's probably the most popular theory. I gotcha. And has anybody seen her academic record? Do we know if I, she's on you know, academic I saw, probation? I saw one report that said she had a 1.7 GPA, but I didn't verify that. I don't, you know, yeah. I have no idea. You're just a fan. You think she's a, a great player. Yeah, she's you been a love great player watching for a the Lady time. Tigers. I think it was really fun to watch their season last year. Sure. Um, the fact that we were there didn't hurt. Yeah, either. of course. Um, but wow, they brought a lot of attention to. Um, to women's basketball and it was fun it was really fun to watch them Mm -hmm. but this year they're not doing well well kind of you know and and i in one interview kim mulkey said this is college this is college 
Uh huh. And she just kind of kept saying they were asking her questions, and she was saying this is college, and they were asking. Uh, I think they were asking questions about her grades. I got gotcha. you. And she said, "This is college, right?" I, so I think. You know, she says so much without saying anything. Because sure. you could read so much into that. Like, this isn't the prose, you know, this school. I mean, there's a lot to read there. But when you're one of the top paid athletes in the world for your name, image, and likeness, as Angel Reese yes. is, I guess it would be hard to focus on your studies. Probably. You know, for the first time ever, you've got all kinds of money right. if you're a student athlete. Because sure. now that's legal. Right. 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 And I, I can't imagine that it could be anything else. Right. I, I, think about it. There have been some, there've been some other, some of her teammates have put some posts on social media saying some things that kind of alluded to maybe she isn't putting the work in sure. that needs to be done because right. of that, because yeah. the, the money for image and likeness and all that. But I, yeah, I don't know. A lot of speculation there. Yeah, you know, it, it none of it really affects me at all, exactly but it's right. in, kind of interesting to talk about it. Yeah. Um the uh the Black Friday thing, I had a conversation earlier today with somebody who said they went out shopping on Black Friday about four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And uh she said the stores were pretty mild. Not yeah. a lot of people. And I think, you know, that reflects your story about the e commerce, right? right? Yeah. And I know I did some Christmas shopping uh, from the comfort of my own home. Sure. On my phone. Yeah. And and you are much like the $5.8 billion worth of shoppers who were, $5.3 billion worth of shoppers who were doing it on a mobile device. Yep. Not on a computer. Yeah. And that's all new. I don't know. They they suspect, the, the report suspects it was more impulse shopping. I don't agree. I think more mm-hmm. people are using their phones for everything yeah. than a computer. I, I've not seen any person sit down at a computer and shop online. I've never seen it. I've, Amazon's on my phone. Yeah. Walmart's on my phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will sometimes, if I frankly need to see bigger images uh-huh. of what I'm looking at, but I've got my laptop open with my phone right next to me. I got gotcha. you. Actually, place the order through my phone. Do you do you look at that stuff on your laptop? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I don't. That's why I had both next to me. It's because my eyes aren't great. My my eyes aren't awesome either because I'm four hundred twenty seven. But uh, yeah, everything's on so, my phone. So this person was talking about how you know she said what's well, going to be kind of sad because in a couple of years our local shopping might be gone. Sure. You know? Yeah. And uh and and it won't be that extreme by the way. You know, n- not every shop's going to be put out of business, but I will I brought up the point that it it might be different if you could find what you're looking for. Mhm. In the stores? That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And if you jump on your Amazon app on your phone, mm-hmm. you can find anything. You yeah. can. Yeah. If you go to a local store looking for a specific item. We just did it today. You might not be able to find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's too bad. And, you know, logistically, if this were two years ago mm-hmm. and we were having the same conversation, I would say with certainty, not only could you order it and get it quicker, but it would be a much easier process because of the 
the change out with using the U.S. Postal yeah. Service as a delivery arm mm-hmm. for them, things aren't running as smoothly as they used to. It's, no, it's just not. a different experience. Yeah. And you'd think being in Washington, which is the birthplace of Amazon, it'd be easy and quick. Right. And it's not. It definitely isn't. And, you know, we ordered a, a bed, a whole ass bed. Right. A week before Thanksgiving. And we ordered so- it because the guaranteed date was the 21st yes and at recording time it is november 27th and we still don't still have don't that have bed it. and caitlin tells me that if you get on their site mm-hmm. and type in dissatisfied a chat bot will ask you some questions and then say would you like us to refund your money well i'd love to have my money refunded it was supposed to be here by the time i had guests and it wasn't and that I, was a real pain in the ass yeah i think what it said what it actually says she told me it says would it remedy your your problem if we just refunded your money and you click yes and you keep the product I mean, that's now. Nuts how is to that me. sustainable? I wonder. Well, I don't know. I guess because people don't know about it. Maybe maybe, maybe they ensure their deliveries are going to be on time, and we'll have an insurance company go out of business because oh, they maybe. didn't deliver it on time. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody's listening to me, and certainly not Jeff Bezos. But you got to get this figured out, man. Yeah, the postal the delivery service thing. The I, postal service is not the right delivery arm because for you. we love click add to cart, and then it shows up. And we, we love pay a hundred bucks a month or a year for. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime and stuff's not coming on time. Right. That's not cool. Not at all. So there you go. There you have it. There it is. I've got some things that are supposed to be here Saturday for Sunday. And I'm feeling a little nervous about it. What's happening? Oh, I know what's happening Sunday. Never mind. Yes. Ba- I don't. A baby sprinkle. That's that's the weirdest phrase I've ever heard. Sprinkle. That implies okay. that it's not the first time, which is a baby shower. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that language. I'm like mm-hmm. today years old. Right. Knowing that there's a thing called a baby sprinkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be nice. But I ordered some specific balloons for the balloon arch that we're creating. Yes. So I'm hoping they come on time. If they don't, I don't know what we're going to do. Not have a balloon arch. That's well, what no, you'll we'll do. have to go. I'll have to go on Saturday and run around like to the a crazy Dollar person Tree and, and try to find. They've got cheap balloons at the Dollar Tree. Balloons. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So we'll, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, what else was I going to tell you about? Back to the uh, President Carter thing. Oh, uh, he's 99. Mm-hmm. She was 96. Right. Um, just a, a really cool couple. And he's probably, for me, the first president that I'm aware of. Yeah, same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because... Uh, Ford, I guess. Yeah, but... A he, little bit. He was more of a comedic character in my mind because he fell down a lot, and so they made fun of him on Saturday Night Live. But he wasn't... I wasn't allowed to watch that at my tender age. Yeah, I did. Uh, but, you know, he wasn't like a person in my in my memory mm-hmm. to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Carter was the first president that I remember who seemed like somebody I might actually meet someday and could know this guy, a peanut farmer from Georgia Mm -hmm. who became famous because he decided to lean into the rock and roll scene while he was running for president. What a cool deal. Mm -hmm. So he was a Southern rock governor who became the president. 
I mean, what an awesome story he had. Yeah. Th- there's a great documentary about how he used contemporary music to get the to get in the zeitgeist of the populace. Interesting. Right? Really good. Yeah. Really good. I don't remember the name or I'd tell you. Oh, okay. Well, Google is free. Yeah, Google Jimmy Carter rock and roll and you'll find it. Right. And his wife, Rosalind. No, Ro- Rosalind. Rosalind's what everybody's today. saying now. I, Rosalind, my whole life. Everybody said yeah. Rosalind. But he has been, for the last 70 years, calling her Rosie. So maybe that's why they're saying Rosalind. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you were telling me earlier uh, how much she contributed to his presidency. Tell me a little well, bit more about that. Well, he says that everything he's accomplished in his adult life, he owes to her because she was an equal partner. Love in that. It. She was the first first lady to have an actual job and an office in the White House with daily responsibilities. And she'd come home at night. Well, they'd come back to the residence in the White House at night, and she'd say, hey, I saw this news story. Why'd you do this? And he said to her, darling, why don't you just start coming to those cabinet meetings with me and then you'll be right there and you'll know exactly what's going on. So she did. That had never happened before. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. She did a lot for equal rights, including women's rights, just by being who she was. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What an interesting, interesting couple. Now, yeah. uh, very, uh, very liberal ideology in that family. But you know what? They practiced what they preached. The guy started Habitat for Humanity with yeah. his beautiful wife mm-hmm. because they thought people deserve to live in nice housing. And right. by the way, speaking of that, he built his house in Georgia in 1961 and has lived there ever since. Right. Left the presidency, went back to his little his, 1961 Rambler. That's exactly right. Smaller than the car thing for the secret service people that that attended to them the car building that was built on the site by the government so that they could have a strategic place for the uh, secret service vehicles is larger than his house wow yeah pretty neat and it's a good testament that her pallbearers were all secret service men who helped the family over the years mm. what a cool deal yeah to leave that kind of legacy right yep. i you know i don't want to do anything except leave the world better than how i found it right right yeah so um i love the the conversation about equal partnership yep. it's so important um in a relationship and, and that's not something you attribute to the South, right? Um, the conservative sure. Christian South. But he made it clear that she was his equal partner. Yeah. And practiced what he preached and had her by his side since they were kids. They were high school sweethearts. Beautiful. He went off to the military. They got married and stayed together until her death last week. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would challenge our listeners, um, both of you, <laughs> that's a pretty good group of two <laughs> to to take this moment to think about the kind of legacy that you would like to leave yeah we're all going to be gone someday right. right yeah and the thing that we leave behind is really all we've got that's right once we're gone and so to think about that you know what what is it that it's, it's mortality motivation is what it is, right? Yeah. You think about what is it that I need to accomplish before I leave this, this world? Right. 
Um, and that can be pretty powerful motivation. I saw a TikTok about a year and a half ago, and it was a person who was flying on a regular commercial flight, mm-hmm. and they made the TikTok because on the flight with them were Jimmy and Rosalind Carter, and he was talking to everyone who wanted to talk to him, like walking up and down the aisles and talking to people while they were flying, mm-hmm. shaking hands, uh, talking about things that were important to him. Mm-hmm. Uh like him or not as a politician, you got to love the guy as a human. Sure. And that's the important thing, right? That That is the important thing is to be a good human. Right. Uh, I think. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it's a bit subjective. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Right. But, but what does that mean to you? And then go do that. Right. You know? Yeah. And you talk about politicians becoming wealthy after their service or while they're in service. The Mm -hmm. guy lived in his same house that he built in 1961. Right. Still. Right. Still today. And when he goes to his presidential library, you'd think, oh, that he's got to have some really nice digs there. Nope. Tiny little apartment on site with a Murphy bed that they both slept in. Mm -hmm. So when they're visiting the presidential library, they stay in a tiny on site apartment. You know, they're just not extravagant people. That's right. They're they're simple people. And they value togetherness more than anything else. According to his children and all mm-hmm. of the the well-wishers who've spoken this week about her, mm-hmm. Rosalind Carter, uh just nice nice people. Yeah. That's the way I I I want to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Laying laying at the foot of my when, bed looking at me. Yeah, when That's you how go, you want to When you go, I go. Trip off this mortal coil. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not interested in in living here alone. Yeah. I'm certainly not interested in you living on without me. No, no. No, there'll be none of that. Thank you. Well, President Carter said um, this weekend, I don't intend to let her down. I'm going to the funeral. Oh, how sweet is that? Yeah, that's that's a kind of love and commitment that's admirable. I'd go to your funeral and throw myself in on the casket. That's that's I think what I'd do. Yeah, a couple of the kids have sent me like memes about, you know, uh, you know, when you die, I'm I'm just going to say scoot over and get in with you, you know. Um, yeah, that's funny. I love how you told one of our one of our kids, Andrea, that uh, if you die, she has to get on a plane that Immediately. day and come make sure I'm okay. Yes, yes, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's very sweet. Yeah, that's a it's a little morbid to talk about, so let's get right off it. Okay, onto something else. What did you do this weekend? It was the big Thanksgiving weekend. Y- yes, and uh, it was filled with kids. And kids and kids, little kids and big kids and more kids. Yep. That's really what we did all weekend. We had the, the, I asked you what you did and now I'm going to just talk about it. I was with you, so you know. So we had the, uh, if you're a a grandparent, here's a tip for you. (laughs) Uh, If we had the older grand boys who are 10 and 8, we had them over one afternoon. Wednesday. And we, uh, did some crafts and we made some Christmassy kind of food mm-hmm. and Christmas crafts and they helped decorate our place for Christmas. Right. Really fun. Uh, then Thursday, of course, was Thanksgiving. Our oldest 
uh, hosted for everybody. Yep. That was great. What an awesome time. Yeah. The only people that weren't able to come were like people, there were a couple people that had to work and that was terrible. Right. But um, yeah, that was family, family, family. We got to hold babies and play with kids and that was wonderful. I got to play basketball in the backyard with the the boys. We were the first to arrive and the last to leave and I loved it. I did Um, too. Yeah. And then Friday, and this is more grandparent tip, okay? Do these little uh, get-togethers with your grandkids. That's what I'm getting at. So we had the older boys over Wednesday. Friday afternoon, we had the little grandchildren. The little littles, yeah. The toddler grandchildren. So there was uh, two three-year-olds, a two-year-old, and surprise one-year-old guest right um who kind of kind of got included wasn't planned on but kind of got included anyway so we thought the parents would come drop off the toddlers the two three-year-olds and the one two-year-old drop them off and leave right we're like this is a great opportunity for the parents to go get a dinner get a sure go do something no all of them stayed none of them left (laughs) and for context we have a tiny little condo. Right. Little, little condo. On the river. It's a luxury condo, but sure, it ain't big. But it's small. <laughs> so we had all the parents, all the three toddlers, and their younger siblings. Right. The babies in the condo. You were mixing drinks. Well, yeah. Do, once I mean, once I've got the kids there, I'm yeah. going to feed them drinks, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but, but we still were able to do... The little crafts and the little, um, uh, you know, Rice Krispie treat shapes and the diff- we we did a story time. We they did a helped. Walk. We did a. Walk. They helped decorate the tree. I I reserved some special ornaments just for them to put on the tree. Right. They have no idea what it meant, but for me, it was so special. Sure. Um, to have them place the ornaments on that my mom made for me, you know. And so that was very, very cool. We did take a walk at the yep. river. We had one injury during our walk, uh, but everything worked out great. And it was so much fun um, to have them. So setting, and I'm hoping year after year, you know, these can become recurring events sure, for as long as they'll let us, yeah, right? Because at some point, it's not going to be cool anymore. And it was awesome that Caitlin, who's my oldest daughter, came right. to town because she was able to be there as a third set of hands yeah. with the kids. And that was with awesome. The toddlers. Was and then great. she stayed the whole weekend. What a treat that was. And that was the last thing that we did. Yeah, was the, was the Caitlin coming into town and being here for the weekend. And we capped it off with brunch. Uh-huh. And... Here is a restaurant review nobody asked to hear. Okay. Different than the one we did last week on the program, which was straight trash. Yeah. And I'm not going to rename at Michelle's in Richland, Washington. I don't need to defame no, them anymore. No, you don't need to. They should be embarrassed, but they, you, we don't need to drag them through the mud. Right. So we're not going to talk about at Michelle's at all because <laughs> no need to talk about how bad their food and service is. Anyway, now Moving on. we can talk about Drumhellers at the Lodge on Columbia Point, which yes. is literally... 500 steps from our back door. It's a it's a fi- nice five-minute stroll from yes. our place. Uh, we took Caitlin there for Sunday brunch. Yeah, and we looked... Marvelous. We looked online for Sunday brunches, Tri-Cities, Washington. Mm-hmm. And Not a lot of options. No, no, and one of the top contenders is like IHOP. So, no thank you, Oops. IHOP. But we, we thought... 
hey, why not the lodge? Why not Drumheller's we'll at the walk. lodge? Yeah, just walk. And It'll be great. We walked down there, and I got to tell you, from the moment we walked into the place, yeah. they've moved the restaurant from the second floor of the mm-hmm. lodge down to the first floor, yeah. which makes a ton more sense mm-hmm. because the kitchen's downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, that area that was lobby that was kind of mixed-use space. Mm-hmm is now a dedicated restaurant mm-hmm. space, and it's beautiful. It's yeah. just lovely. So we sit down in a beautiful environment, mm-hmm. um, and it's not very busy. And then right after we're seated, a few friends of ours showed up, yeah. and they didn't sit with us because they were having the... the uh, Post-Thanksgiving conversation. Right, they were having the debrief where yeah, they were yeah. talking about all the weird stuff that happened on their Thanksgiving day. Right, right. Which was fun. So they sat away from us and we sat over here in the corner. And I got to tell you, every meal that we purchased was spectacular. Yeah, really good. Perfect in every way. So the service was phenomenal. The food was great. The atmosphere, fantastic. So Drumheller's at the Lodge at uh, Columbia Point Uh in Richland, Washington. Spectacular. It was a wonderful event. And we went to a catered event there a couple months ago, and that was great as well. Yeah. And and everyone, it was interesting because the serv- the uh, serving staff, uh, everyone said hello. And remembered us. And, well, well as they walked, but some of them we hadn't seen. One, one remembered us from, weren't you guys here at that thing? And You guys anyway, were the, uh, what'd she say? I don't know. We, you guys were the attractive couple. No, no, that's not what Something she like said. Something like that. The, the, I don't know. Stunning. I, I, whatever. Who knows? Anyway, she, you for are some stunning, reason, though. for some reason she had remembered us, but, but all the servers who walked by smiled, said hello, yeah. said, you know, not just ours. Um, but yeah, so there you go. There's the, I'd say five stars that could not have been better for me. And I like it better now that it's in the, in the bottom floor yeah, of the hotel than when it was upstairs. It yeah. seemed uh, like a catered event rather than a restaurant yeah. when it was upstairs. And yeah. now it looks like a restaurant. Yeah. So I Loved like it. it. Thank you very much to Drumhellers. We really appreciate that lovely, lovely brunch. And not very expensive. Yeah. And, and that matters well, to me because I pay. Yeah. <laughs> not very expensive is a relative term, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like when I used to take people to Salty's in Seattle for brunch and for four people was $300. It's yeah. not like that. Well, and we also, we didn't order drinks. Right. I mean, that's you, true. I think you got a coffee. I got a coffee. That's it. And so when you don't, that's the life hack, right? Order we've, one coffee and share it around. We figured out a couple of life hacks. So we don't really order drinks out very much anymore. Alcohol, you know, drinks with alcohol. Right. Because they're just so expensive and... Most places if don't I make get, as good a drink as I make at our right. house. If I get a Tito's and soda, uh-huh. I'm paying $12, let's say, on average. Sure. And I'm really just, I'm paying for a single shot of Tito's. Right. Because I can just get a club soda with lime. It tastes exactly the same. And at home, it's and more it's of a 60-40 pour. Free-ish, you know <laughs> what I mean? So if you're looking to save a little money as we're going into the holiday season, there's a hot tip for you. Sure. And and then this other life hack that we kind of figured out, and it's just a little thing, but still it makes me feel like I'm getting away with something, you know, is you order coffee and I have a habit of taking whatever is yours. <laughs> right. That's what you do. And I'm fine with it. So 
it happened by accident the first few times. Tell you, me you what ask, that means. Like you ordered a coffee. You asked me if I wanted a coffee. I'm like, nah, I don't really want a coffee. And then you drink two thirds of my first cup and then I get a refill. But that's the thing. I don't really drink that much of it because the truth <laughs> is I don't want my own coffee. Most of the time I just want a few sips, right. Right? right? But yeah, they just keep refilling it for the same price. So don't order two coffees if you're like us and you can share. Yeah. Right? It, just it, get one. If you like your partner and don't mind a little lipstick on your cup, share. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Just funny. I mean, eating out's gotten very, very expensive. Yeah, I don't and notice. so you do. I don't really. Mm-mm. If I were, we've talked about shrinkflation, right? And yeah. when you order a specific thing, it's less of what you used oh, to order. Oh, way less, yeah. But I don't notice now because we're eating so differently. Yeah. It's weird to me. Uh, yeah, give us a carnivore update. I just love it. I think it's the easiest thing I've ever done. It's great. And when I cheat, here's a cheat meal. You ready for this? Lettuce. Right. I have lettuce with my steak. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I, I, I definitely over Thanksgiving weekend, I had, I ate whatever I wanted. Yeah. I had, um, and then I had a stomach ache all weekend long. I had half of an English muffin at that breakfast. Yeah. And most of my fried breakfast potatoes. Yeah. Along with my, and you then know, you had a little tum tum, a ache. little tum tum issue, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had that cheat meal, and on Friday night, I think we ordered a pizza, mm-hmm. and or Saturday night, I don't remember which. Saturday, it was Saturday, yeah. Um, and no, and I had three pieces of pizza. That's it, three little pieces of pizza from Little Skeezers, <laughs> and uh, I thought it tasted great, but again, not good in the belly on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, bad, bad backfire, yeah, as it were. Uh, literally. <laughs> and I used to be a guy who'd sit down and eat the majority of a pizza. Sure. And in this case, I had two pieces and felt sickly full, and an hour later went back and had a third piece. So you feel good yeah. eating carnivore. Love uh, it. Have no problems with it at all. You don't have brain fog nope, ever. You never. don't have any kind of problem. None. Okay. Love it. Think it's great. Yep. And my mind is sharper now than it's ever been. And the fact that I've lost five inches from my waist. Uh, more than that now. You know, it, 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing things I haven't seen in years. Oh, Lord. Um, how have you noticed any difference in your racquetball performance? I, I don't know that to tell you the truth. I feel like I'm getting to things faster and I'm not giving up on so many shots. Oh, interesting. Does that make sense? And the people that I play are now upset more than they used to be. Would you say it's improving your performance? Then, oh, sure. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not losing, I'm not getting out of breath very often at all playing mm-hmm. racquetball now, mm-hmm. which is different. That's different for sure. So not getting out of breath, improved right. performance. And yeah. I have to agree. And on that note, I think that's all we've what got. What do you mean you have to agree? No, 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 you no. Agree. You, you, I'm being cheeky. Oh, about my racquetball performance? Uh, no, about improved performance. Oh, I, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. I, I, I think it means something, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> Anything else you want to say as we roll out of this show? I think that's it. We've, we've said everything we had to say. We, I, we went to see the Hunger Games movie on Saturday night. The new one. Yeah. Loved it. I had zero context and thought it did fine standalone. Really good, and I loved uh, Snow's... It's way too long. Full Darth Vader transformation at the end of the movie. It's, loved it. It's way, way too long, but that kid's pretty easy on the eyes. 
There you have it. <laughs> and there it is. My name's David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. And we will be back here again next week for another edition of The Session with Londa and David. We hope you had a great Thanksgiving and have another wonderful week this week. <laughs>